Welcome back, everyone, to the Rise and Grind podcast. Again, I have no idea what episode this is, but I am your co-host, Jake Oki, and across the table from me, we have... Rise CEO, Nick Stella. We got a special Buffalo boy in the house today, Chris Gronkowski. Yeah. Boys, introduce yourselves. Bill's Mafia right here. Here we go. Here we go. Back in the day, dropping elbows on Nick. He didn't even know it, but <laughs> that's what you do in Buffalo, though. You meet up at a game, everyone parties. You don't even know who you're partying with. Next thing you know, you're elbow dropping them. Man, you know, people ask me that. They're like, is the Bills Mafia real? I'm like, yeah, it's fucking real. Oh, it's real, Absolutely man. Absolutely real. You have nothing else to do. So that's what you do. And then you go take your shirt off, too. It's one degree outside. Man, that's, yeah. That's I don't crazy. think you understand, too, until you're in it. Like, oh, you got to go to a game. People see it, like the YouTube videos and the TikToks and, like, the flying tables on fire. But it's it's real. Yeah, and they think that's, like, a one-off. I know, it's crazy. But it's not a one-off. Like, that's every game. Do we, like, smash beer cans on each other's heads? Or, it's crazy. It's a good time. Buffalo yeah, guys guess, are crazy. I guess we should go back to the intro. Josh, introduce yeah. yourself, uh, too. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, Chris Gronkowski I don't Gronkowski think you've here. said your name yet, either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Chris Gronkowski. Um, let's see. CEO of Ice Shaker. Yes, sir. I'm Josh. Got our main uh, man here, Josh Wass. The Josh Wass. Podcast sponsored by Ice Shaker today, by the way. Yes, sir. <laughs> there we go. And Sunny D. Yeah, so uh, Chris, starting off this podcast, get into... Well, you got to introduce Josh. <laughs> I, I thought... We just did. All no, right, no, Josh, introduce <laughs> introduce yourself a little. I'm Josh. I'm the president of sales for Ice Shaker and also known as the Cardello Kid. Awesome. Cardello Kid. Awesome. Yeah, he's also like known that. as uh, like our personal trainer. So he just took me on a little workout. Um, he wanted my heart rate to get up to 169. It did. So yeah, it was, it was <laughs> a succeeded. Pump, that was a good pump. It was recorded. I haven't sweated like that in a while. And we get some intense lifts in, so. For yeah. all the Spotify listeners out there, we literally all just got done with the workout, yeah. and now we're hopping on a podcast right after. Just recovering, Absolutely. too, with uh, some BCAAs, a little protein action right here. little Appreciate protein. What are you sipping on today? Uh, you know, my, my favorite by far is the Cookie Crunch. Um, unfortunately, you guys sell it way too fast. That, uh, you know, I came that to tends HQ to happen. thinking Shit. I'm going to at least find like a little bit in the corner somewhere, right? Not today. Nothing. Nothing. Everyone comes in and asks, hey, you got any leftover? You got one? I I just wanted one scoop. I know, me too. (laughs) I've been wanting it for a few weeks It's the way it goes. But man, yeah, that's some good stuff. So Chris, starting off this podcast, get into a little bit uh, about your background, like before Ice Shaker and everything. Football days, huh? Yeah, the football days, man. Uh, Let's see. Born and raised Buffalo, New York. uh, Middle of five boys. Just absolute mayhem. Four of us went on uh, NFL. Oldest brother played baseball. And so, uh, man, that was me, man. Went went to college, University of Arizona, learned how to party even more. I don't yeah. know if that's possible, but yeah, I think we brought the party to Arizona. <laughs> and then from there, had a chance to play in the NFL. So bounced around three different teams, uh, four years, and then, um, you know, successful for me. You know, when you compare it to my brother's career, you're like, man, this kid sucks. But, you know, <laughs> anyone else that doesn't have a brother that's an all-pro uh, Hall of Famer, yeah, you know, it was pretty, uh, pretty good I think it's good being me, in the so. NFL. It was cool, yeah. man. It was a great start for me. Um, use that money to then go into business and start my own business. So yeah, actually started first with my wife, uh, started a business with her. And then about five years into it, wanted to get back into the sports and fitness realm. So had an idea for a, a, just a whole new ice shaker or a whole new shaker bottle and you know, created this product called ice shaker where you know, I wanted to get one bottle that I could use all day, every day. That was kind of the goal. Like, I didn't want to go home and grab a plastic shaker that sucked and, and bring it to the gym then yeah. go home and grab a different bottle for work and do all that. It was like, let's make one bottle that can do it all. You know what I really like about Ice Shaker? I like how you guys evolve. I remember the first, when you guys were on Shark Tank, it was a totally different Ice Shaker yeah. than it is now. And it's gotten, you, you're constantly putting time into it, I could tell. Yeah, you know why it's actually called Ice Shaker? I don't even tell people this much, but when we first made it, it was just a basic cup with a shaker <laughs> top on it, and there was nothing to like blend it up with. So right. I called it Ice Shaker because you had to put ice in it to, to blend. 
Really? That was kind of the idea. Like, you got to put an ice cube in it to blend it up, man. Yeah. So I called it Ice Shaker. Kind of made sense at the time. But um, since then, yeah, this is the third edition. We're always taking feedback. We're always looking to make it better. So you know, we're, right now, just we're, we're looking at new things we're going to make. You know, we have cooler bags coming out for people that like to bring their meals to, to work with them. Um, we're bringing jugs, and we're redoing the bottles too, man. So Now you're doing a good job. I like people that evolve, and you've definitely evolved through through the years. I've seen it personally, so. Yeah, yeah. So we're looking for version four, man. It might Jeez. be next year. So don't tell anyone yet. But Damn. You know, oh so wow, too bad it's on yeah, the podcast we, now. <laughs> we gotta go next level, man. That's the game plan. So awesome. As long as everything goes to plan, which it's been so far, um, we're hoping to, to make it even better next year. You know, yeah. Jake, I'm gonna ask a few questions for him while we're on this ice go for shaker it. topic. What's your biggest struggle in business right now? Man, right now it's tough. Because or just just throughout since you started. Not so, right now because the pandemic. They won, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. Pandemic right now is is definitely supply yeah. chains hurting for everyone. I'm sure you know that yeah. as well. Uh, but yeah, um, man. Day one, I guess my hardest struggle as an entrepreneur was really delegating responsibilities. I think that was one of my hardest things. I Heard came that. from the NFL, just so competitive. I wanted to do everything myself. Uh, it was hard for me to say, "Hey, yo, Josh." You know, this is now your responsibility. And then I give it to him and then I come back to him and say like, oh man, let me, let me help you with that. Yeah. Like, let yeah. me go. And, and just like, I, I had to fully give it to him, give him full control of it, give him a budget, you know, let him run his own thing. That was hard for me to do because it was my baby, you know, and I'm yeah. sure you, you definitely know, but it's just hard to let go of it. So building a team was a struggle. Yeah. And I tell people this all the time, like, man, it took me four years to really build a team. And it's shocking because I came from the NFL where I was in you this amazing team, team yeah. this amazing mm-hmm. structure organization, like. It should have yeah. clicked right away and it didn't. No, and that's the hardest was, thing for all owners too. And and like the more people, the more divisions, especially when you have people fail. Have you had people fail yet? Or have you always gotten good employees? This, right this away? is my this is my first employee right here, man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Josh, so, when did you start with Ice Shaker? Uh started about five years ago. Five years Damn. ago from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we Just had OG. Uh, yeah, he was in the warehouse. Uh no AC, 100, 110 degrees out. Uh, we had like this little room, man, where uh, you know, we would actually engrave out of it too. And, and like it, the bathroom was right next to like the only computer in the whole place. <laughs> it's like someone would blow it up and yeah, it would just be like, man, <laughs> you know, this is like, yeah, you know, we got to get a new yeah. warehouse. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, I mean, we started similar to that too. Josh has been with me since the beginning out there. I don't know if you met him, but same thing. I love the struggles, but the worst is like when you delegate and people do it wrong and then you're scared to delegate in the future. Yeah, for sure. It's, I mean, you. In, I guess you learn too. Um, and what I've tried to do as well is I try to do it myself first, yeah. get the structure and the process down so that I know how to do it myself. So I know what to expect out of the next person that I put in that position. So that's, that's something that I've always kind of tried good tip. to do at first. And uh, it's hard though, man, because yeah. you are, you're growing so fast, you're evolving. A lot of things you're like, man, is this worth my time learning this? And a lot of times it's not. Some things you just don't know either. Exactly. And, yeah. and yeah. You're, not, and you're not good at everything. Right. You, know, and you try to be. And it's just so much responsibility. I want to be. Yeah. You, you have to sometimes pass it off and just trust them. Chris is also really good at kind of studying each individual and finding out where their talents are. And then he pushes you towards your talents. So he'll find your strengths and your talents. Must be the NFL there. in him. It's got to be, right? <laughs> it's got to be. a scout, man. <laughs> got it down now. He does. Right. He like scouts you out and puts you in a good position. And That's a good attribute, man. I, I fail at that sometimes. I just assume people can do things. Um, and I think over the years we've grown so quick. We have 15 employees here. Um, we have people like outside contractors. I just assume people can get things done and then they don't get it done. And I'm like, well, what, what happened? It's also hard to get it in your vision too. Yeah. Like the way you vision it. Cause you were telling me, are you picky too? I'm super picky. 
with uh, like super. Like, are you talking about employee design, wise or just no? Like what? Like I, I would say I wasn't at first, <laughs> but you are now. We were yeah, we were pretty. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was just it was so much thrown at us at once. Shark Tank, man, like it. it it's a blessing and a curse at the same time because you explode so fast. Well, I want to go into that, so let's hold that, for that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that you know, a lot just gets thrown at you. So um, a lot of times you're just trying to get you know get it done. Is yeah. what it was. So you, you kind of skip on like making stuff super nice, like you know, the, the finer details of packaging and right, really doing things the right way and making sure your customers feel appreciated. You, know, you kind of miss some of those you know uh, opportunities because you just have too much on your plate. Yeah, you guys have done a great job with your packaging, the boxes to even what you put it in the little packaging with all branded ice shaker with the little insert. Yeah, little so, sleeve, man. Yeah, no, you guys like, do a great job at it. Yeah, Rob, that was you know, Rob comes up to me. He's like, my favorite part of you know the whole thing is the sleeve. I'm like, bro, I like the product. Man. I like the sleeve too. It like feels good. You take it out. Yeah, it doesn't end at the box. You get a sleeve, and then it doesn't end there. You get a nice insert. It's like, damn, you guys, you guys put some thought into it. Yeah, yeah, there's a whole nine yards right there. Yeah, yeah man. But he, when he told me that, I'm like, man, so you're telling me the sleeve's better than the product? <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, so uh, let's get into a little bit about, like, how Ice Shaker started. Like, did it explode? Because uh, I don't know this. Did it explode from Shark Tank initially? Yeah, so, I mean, Shark Tank was super early for us. It was man, six months into the company. Uh, at that point, doing everything we could to get as many sales as possible, going to every show, just doing whatever, because I knew the second I went on Shark Tank, I wanted to have the most revenue possible so I could get the highest deal possible. So six months in, uh, like 80,000 in sales at that point. And once we got on the show, it just, it exploded from there. So we did about 3 million in the next 12 months after we got on Shark Tank. So massive massive explosion from that. So the the show's a real deal, man. Is it pretty nerve wracking going on the show? Oh, Or are you used to since you were... On TV a lot. I think, man, like when you're a Shark Tank fan and you watch every episode, by the time you actually get there, you feel like you're friends with the Sharks at that point. Like, you know everything no, about them, sense, man. Yeah. Like, you yeah. see yeah. all the they research, react. you yeah. saw the reactions, you've seen yeah. every question they asked, and then you walk out there and, it, it, you know, they make it seem like they're staring right at you, right? And they're like giving you this, like, you know, this, this, this tough look and you, you should be scared, right? They're not doing that at all. Like, they're taking notes from the previous pitch. They're talking to each other. Oh yeah, you know the camera's circling around for like two minutes just to get yeah. all the angles, but they, yeah, they're not like mean mean mugging you or anything like that. So. When you walk in. But just naturally, <clears throat> the second you start, you know, any kind of big speech or big opportunity, you're going to be a little Heart's nervous. Pumping, yeah. And then mm-hmm. once you start going, it's kind of like you know a game, like the NFL game. And the yeah. first play, you're sitting there, you're almost kind of like frozen. You're so nervous. Then you get one hit in, and all of a sudden it's like, all right, let's yeah. play ball. So just same, answering questions. Same way. Yeah. And as long as you're prepared, you're going to come off confident, even if you are a little shaky, and yeah. you're going you're to be good. So. As long as you, you know, as long as you know what to expect, you're going to be pretty good. I don't know if we can ask this, but can you? Are you still working with who is it, Mark Cuban and A Rod? Yeah, definitely ask are that. Are they still? Yeah, so uh, Mark and Alex came in, seven and a half percent owners each, mm-hmm. so fifteen percent of the company. Mark's still in. My brother Rob bought out Alex, so oh, nice. Rob retired. He was like, "Man, I don't know, I don't know what I'm going to do at this point." He's like, "But I want to get in the business world." Rob definitely helped us get this off the ground yeah. as well came on the show with us. He helped promote it through his social pages. And he's like, I want to be a part of it. You know, I want to see what business is all about. I want to see what it's like outside of football. So I uh, reached out to Alex. Uh, Alex was nice enough to kind of do this cool deal. Rob went on like the Barstool podcast for him. Rob invested into another company of, of Alex's. Okay. And then Alex sold it. Um, you know, he made he made a nice little chunk of money himself as well. So it was, it was a good deal for everyone. That's awesome. Yeah. Did uh, you have 
a question just kind of off my off the dome. Did you have any other companies or businesses uh, before you started iShaker? Yeah, for sure. So um, I was working with my wife. She started a business my third year in the NFL. Uh, she was traveling with me. I went to three different teams. On the third team, she's like, hey, I'm not taking another job interview. <laughs> like, this is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, she had to just be you know, she had to just be a waitress for the most part because she couldn't get a full time job for you know, by going in and saying, "Hey, uh, my, I might my, move. Yeah, my husband's an NFL player. I might be here for one day." Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. So she started her own business. Um, it was an Etsy shop. It was personalized gifts, and mm-hmm. you know, I thought she was crazy. Uh, came home, she was actually baking wine glasses that she hand painted and put them in the oven, and I was like, "This is oh wow, ridiculous. you're still doing that, aren't you?" Yeah. So yeah, it took off from there. Yeah, um, she she was crushing it. I was. I've seen like your knives and stuff, like the uh, Father's Day stuff. Yep, yeah. huge man. Those yeah. those those sell big. And what we realized, and it's kind of like any business, you know, if you do it better than everyone else, it doesn't really have to be anything different. Yeah. So what we did was we just started turning custom product within the same day, for the most That's part. Great. So it organically zero spend just just exploded because people would get their wedding gifts. They yeah. tell all their friends. Or their friends were the same age. They're looking for wedding gifts, and if you did a really good job, you turned it quick. The product was nice. They told everyone. So just like a word of mouth. Organically just took yeah, off. That's great. So I was, uh, yeah, I left the NFL. I was making more money with my wife than I was playing. I'm like, man, yeah, like, awesome. this, is, this is a pretty good transition for yeah. me. Yeah. Was there a certain moment you knew uh, after the NFL, like a certain time or like memory that you have that you wanted to become an entrepreneur or just be an entrepreneur full time? Uh, man, there's really no game plan for it. Uh, I did watch my dad build his own business as well when I was mm-hmm. when I was a kid so he's been in business selling fitness equipment for 32 years but it was never like man I want to do this or like this is the game plan for me it was kind of just we just fell on it you know, I didn't ever think I was going to be doing personalized gifts for five years uh, that's for sure and then you know from there it was like I never thought I would you know be be making a shaker bottle but it was just an opportunity that I saw that I jumped on you saw a hole in the market Absolutely. Yeah just, yeah. just an opportunity there and it was just something I was passionate about as well it was like how can I go to the gym and call it work yeah, no, this is a great way to do it. So yeah, let's uh, let's exactly let's make a shaker bottle. Yeah, yeah. That's what we do. Do you have uh, any? So since you played in the NFL, do you have anything that you've taken from the NFL and applied to the business world? Yeah, for sure, man. Um, yeah, I, I made a whole post on TikTok about like how none of the skills transfer over, right? And people are like, "Man, like, what are you talking about?" And I was talking about like the day to day stuff that you actually do in the NFL, right? Like, yeah. you know, catching a ball, blocking people, like. You know, it's a whole different type of skill. You know, other things that you do learn, uh, I guess, you know, you're not learning on a day-to-day basis, but you're, you know, you're learning discipline. You're learning how to put that work in. You learn how to grind every day. It's long days, man. It's hard work. And then that all transitions over. You know, you, that's, that's hard, man. Discipline, teaching yourself discipline is very hard. Mm-hmm. And that gets just ingrained into you after playing football yeah. your whole life. So as an entrepreneur, it's nonstop. You know, you're never not thinking about the business. You never have a, a true day off. So uh, that helps a lot. Uh, the second one that kind of hit on before that, took me so long to realize was the teamwork aspect mm-hmm. that was massive and once it kind of hits you it, it, it makes complete sense you know running a business is the same thing as an NFL team you know you have a head coach you have assistant coaches you have players <clears throat> everyone has to know their job everyone has to want to win and you have to you know really instill that culture into your company as well and once you do you're like man wow like yeah, maybe that's my is, problem because I wrestled hey man just <laughs> yeah. out there by myself <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> But no, you're the first lesson you said wrestling really like we're obsessed. I'm obsessed. I see it in you. We're obsessed with our business. And I think that's what entrepreneurs have to have. Like if you're not obsessed and you want to go home and work eight to five, it's not for you. 
No, there's no chance. Like an, an obsession about what you're doing is what kind of makes an entrepreneur. It, I mean, especially starting off, you, man, probably easily hundred hours. Oh God, starting off you, sucks. It's you trying every, to figure out how everything. to sell product, you know, <laughs> knocking down doors and and making that happen. That's the worst. Yeah, and, and for me too, and I guess one of my weaknesses was just not asking for help. Yeah. I was like, I had especially I have my own, my dad who's been in business for you know at that time probably twenty eight years, and he's trying to help me out and he's trying mm-hmm. to tell me these things, and I'm like, Dad, I got it. Yeah, I'm, I'm good, right? Now I yeah. hit him up and I'm like, dad, tell me more. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what, how did you do this? Like you have 200 employees, man. I have, you know, I have like 15 right now. How do you, how do you yeah. manage them all? Like, you know, how'd you get to that point? How'd you break out your teams? And I, I now hit him up for everything. And I, I should have did that day one. But back then, man, again, it's kind of like I was so competitive. I didn't want to ask for help. Yeah. I but you learned mistake. I think you learned the lesson to open up and you do. I, I did the same thing. I never asked for help never really talked about it to people or my family. Like I kind of kept my business to myself. And then all of a sudden they're like, yo, I see your brand. Like you're a big, I'm like, yeah. And then I started to open up and get some mentors and, and I don't agree or do it everything they say, but I like to see their perspective. And then I analyze everybody's perspective and what I'm thinking. And that helps me form my opinion or what I'm going to do. Absolutely. Um, They've been there. They they have, they've done all that. They made the mistakes and yeah. A lot of people, and, and I'm the same way, like I'm willing to help for free. Like I'm, Me too. You know, if you're going to actually do like it, the, the work and like actually try to do it, like if you're yeah. asking me just to ask me, that's when I'm like, man, come on. Yeah. Like right. you know, what, what was the one thing that took you to the next level? I tell you and then you do nothing. Right. And it's like that's what gets me frustrated. But if you take my advice and then you start actually putting in the work, even if you don't do exactly what I said, I'm happy to give you that, yeah. that advice for free. Yeah, me too. It's even like we were talking out there and I'm just – spitball on everything that works for us, you know? Yeah, man, it's, it's huge. I love to see others grow. Yeah, It's, it's one it, thing I love to see. Because then you think about the beginning, man. You're like, I yeah. wish I knew that. Yeah, I, I wish, wish I, I knew someone this to too. tell me that. Yeah, oh, man. So I, yeah. I, try to, I try to help people out as much as I can, but they have to want to do it at the end of the day. The obsession. And if you don't have it, it just doesn't work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I asked the, uh, Nick this question the other day on our podcast. Um, just because, like, I'm only 22 years old. I don't know a ton about time management with a family because I see him work all the time. I know you have a family. I don't know if you have a family. Not yet. So I, I want to know a little bit. That he knows about. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more about uh, time management, running a business, and like spending time with your family. Yeah, man. That I'm guessing this is for you too, man. That was a huge game changer for me when I had my first son because – you know, I was used to just all day, every day, grind, 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 grind. But then you said, hey, uh, you, know, you got to spend an, an hour you know, watching this kid and you can't work. <clears throat> you can't get anything done. You 100% have to focus on, you know, just this, this, your kid, right? And that for me was, it was very hard at first. It was hard for me to finally slow down and be like, man, I, you know, this is super important to me. I have to put business aside for a little bit. So I struggled with it a, a lot at first. And then, you know, I, I realized that I had to do better with my time management. So that's when a calendar became my best friend ever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Josh over here is still working on that calendar, man, because he doesn't have kids yet. <laughs> so he's, he's, he's exactly, that's, that's the exact example, man. Doesn't have kids yet. Like, you know, he can do whatever he wants at, at any time for the most part. Yeah. Uh, without having to, you know, really you know, grind down and, and get a calendar completely set. Cause there's, there's times now where there's no chance. Like there's, you know, eight to nine every day. I tell him, you know, I, I can't, I'm with my yeah. kids. I got to get them ready for school. There's no exceptions to that rule. <laughs> You know, That's just man. like me and drop the kids off. Exactly. I drop Hudson off every morning. I don't give a shit what there is to do. It can wait. Yep. Um, 
the difference between me and you is I had my kid already before I started. Business. Oh, you did? Oh, man. So um, I kind of had a little leg up on you. I couldn't imagine being in business and then again, that dropped in. That probably was tough. Yeah, it was definitely, it was a game changer for sure. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, and my wife would say the same thing, like you have that set amount of time. If you can't get it done in that time, then, then, then hire people. And that helped me a lot. Well, actually. that too, <laughs> when they go to sleep works. Yeah. I, like that's, I get the kids to sleep at nine. Some, some nights I just crash, but if you got to work then work then. Yeah. Now, a lot of people get a uh, 11 PM emails from me. Yep. That's my, and then they get a follow-up at 5 a.m. And they're like, what's yeah, wrong with I you? Email them at 5 o'clock <laughs> yeah. this morning. He's like, what are you doing awake? I'm like, oh, I'm usually awake early. I just don't text you at 5 a.m. Yeah, man. There's <laughs> not an ass like that. That's the schedule, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, oh, good times, man. But you figured it out. It, and you, it did, it really did help me build the team too. That actually helped a lot. It finally said, hey, man, like you can't physically do this anymore. Yeah. You have to build out a team that can help you out here. No. Yeah, I agree. I think dads too have a like, superpower where we don't. You don't sleep. We're constantly on the move. <laughs> We're on a lot of caffeine. We do crash hard, but we don't have to sleep as much as you. Well, yeah. It's, it's got to be a different you motivation too. with kids though, right? I mean, that's why we're doing it, of course. But yeah, it is a different type of motivation. Next, that's the next level of motivation right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do you have a favorite memory or both of you? I want to ask this. Do you have a favorite memory from like I like starting Eye Shaker or like the <laughs> beginning? Oh, you, you lit up with a smile right there. Yeah, there's so many ridiculous, like, like I, I never took pictures of it because I was embarrassed, right? Like, it was like at the beginning, you know how it is. Like, you're like, man, I, I can't show anyone this. Yeah, like, yeah this, same as me. This is a joke. And then you kind of, you get a building like this and you're taking pictures like, yeah, hell yeah, let's yeah. go, right? Yeah. And then at this point, you're like, man, I really wish I had the old pictures. Like, I wish I had the picture of like, Josh and I sitting in this shitty man warehouse with yeah. no AC, just sweating our balls off. Like, <laughs> you know, it was the greatest thing ever, right? Yeah, and we yeah. loved it at the time, but yeah, we just didn't want to tell anyone about it. But you know, those those are the memories you remember and that you talk about, man. Like that's what that's why I tell people all the time: like enjoy the journey, man. Because once you get to the top, you're like, man, the stuff you talk about is all that stuff. And that's I, what I you remember. Always heard that coming up: enjoy the journey, enjoy the journey. But when you're in it, and this is was my thing: like I'm finally here, but I don't enjoy it. And I'm like, I just want to do better. I want to get bigger. But sometimes you just need to settle down in the moment and enjoy what you have. Yeah, you got it's very hard to do though. It's hard to celebrate, man. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we'll do that too. Where we're like, yeah, we just crushed it this yeah. month. <laughs> yeah. Yo, let's celebrate, and then we don't. Never. Instead, we're like, yo, uh, let's get let's that get next order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was that was like last month for us. But I think that's something you look back on, and like all the people telling you this are the people that already made it, and it's like, yeah, but did you? And they're like, no. So like, it's very hard to settle down and. I guess that would be one thing I would tell younger people, like enjoy the process mm-hmm. and enjoy your wins. For sure. As hard as it is to do, just do it. Yeah. No, it's, Even it's, if it's, it's walking at night and thinking about what you have or something, whatever it is, just do something. Yeah, man. No, gratitude for sure. Yeah. It, it's, it's hard for me as well. It's hard for me to stop and say like, man, this, and I, I actually walked in the building the other day and I was like, man, look how many employees we have. I can't even park. Yeah. Like, this, is, this is crazy. I actually have an alarm on my phone at 1220 every day. Every day. Think positive. Like, nice. think about the things you have. Think about where you're going, what you're doing. Anything positive. Yeah, it's huge. Because um, there's so many things that can happen every single day. But you do, you're, like, you're going so fast every day. You never take, if you don't have a reminder, you're not going to take time to do it. 100%, man. And that changes your whole day. It's kind of like a workout, perspective. Man. Workout's the same way. Yep. Get a big pump in. You're like, yeah, yeah let's yeah, go. Yeah, I feel great right yeah, now, right? Go, yeah, yeah. Yep. 
Just try that. It's a good one, man. So there, there's a lot of highs in business, but there's also like a lot of lows. Nick talked about the other day on our podcast again. He said one of his uh, memories of when he really wanted to make Rise succeed was when he was at his lowest. Do you have like a time where you were like, oh shit, and then you it just made you want it even more? Yeah, there's there's a lot of those times. Oh yeah. Yeah, for very first order that we brought in was that exact exact thing. Uh, I think it was like ten thousand bottles. We never had an issue with the pop top on all the samples that we had. Uh, the first order that comes in, half of them, you could just lift it up and it snapped closed. But for whatever reason, like you you t- turned it over, it just leaked on the floor. Yeah, and uh, that was one of those moments. Like, man, why am I even doing this? Like, you know, <laughs> this yeah. sucks. But you know, at that time, I was like, man, like I was so passionate about it. I loved the idea of it. I wasn't going to give up. So we had to hand change out 10,000 lids, throw 10,000 in the garbage every day. It was just like massive bags of uh, just lids sitting at the curb. And yeah, man, that was one of those moments like, yeah, I'm not giving up on this. Like we got to make this work. And we had really jacked forearms. So it was great. Great. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, we can. Why? Wait, it, why is that? Just from, he had to screw them yeah, up. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then you, we also had to shake them like to make sure they didn't leak. So oh, we would yeah. just like shake hundreds of bottles a day at first. <laughs> you were going to get at shaking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Josh, yeah, over there, man. Jeez. He was pretty good at it for some reason. I think it's true though. Like they're really, it's corny as it sounds. There's a moment when you're at rock bottom that you're either going to pick up and fix it or you're just going to let yourself fail. Oh, 100%. It sounds like a movie, but it's really like you sit there and you're like, am I going to fucking do it or am I just going to give up? Yeah. And that was the point. Like, if you're not passionate about what you're doing, man, like you would just give up at that point because I didn't need to do it. There was no reason for me to to make this product. Like, I I was well off. Like, like my wife's business was doing well. I was doing it because, you know, I wanted to do it. It's got to be instilled with you from football to... Oh, big time, man. Just doing everything you did throughout your career. I also couldn't start something and then fail. Not finish, yeah. Yeah. That would have... Drove me crazy for the rest of my life. So, yeah, yeah. I want your uh, opinions on this topic before I go restart this camera. Um, so, a lot of businesses don't tend to innovate. Like, let's say tick. A lot of businesses still haven't got on TikTok, and TikTok has exploded. Everyone's on TikTok right now. What's your opinions on like innovating or dying in a business? Yeah, that's huge uh, for us. We listen to our customers and what they say. So, you know, from day one, we listened to them. Uh, we took their feedback to innovate our bottles. We're actually on the third version of the bottle. Every time someone leaves a negative review, that's an opportunity for you to get better. You know, a lot of people get mad about it. They're like, come on, like my product's great, whatever. For us, it's like, hey, for whatever reason, they see an issue with this. Let's find a way to fix it. So that's how we innovate. Um, yeah, TikTok's huge, man. I, <laughs> everyone was skeptical of TikTok at first, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I got challenged to go on there and, and try to grow my profile and, I took the challenge. Yeah. And, when did uh, you start TikTok? I started it man, probably like a year, year and a half ago at this point. Mm-hmm. So right towards the beginning of the pandemic, I jumped on TikTok and um, I had a podcast. I got challenged by this kid that was kind of like a TikTok superstar. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he was dropped out of college. He was like, man, I had nothing going for me. You have a lot. You have really cool stories to tell. Why do I have way more followers than you? I was like, oh, okay, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And he yeah. was like, yo, just post once a day for 30 days, tell cool stories that bring value to people that, yeah. you know, that they, that you know, that no one else really knows about. So it could be Shark Tank, it could be behind the scenes yeah. of the business, it can be NFL, like just, you know, do, do something, just post once a day and see what happens. And at that point, um, 
I had, I've been on TikTok for like a year at that point, but I would just post kind of like whatever I post on Instagram and it didn't work. So I had like 10,000 followers. Uh, within 30 days, I grew 350,000 followers, 50 million Damn. views on my videos. And I was like, all right, man, yo, this is yeah, a real legit. deal right here. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, uh, uh, do you want to talk about like yeah. when you made the switch to TikTok? Yeah, I think we just made the switch into a more viral style content. <clears throat> so what we found was repurposing content too. So, you know, Instagram, you can post pictures on Instagram and it gets stale after a while. So we were finding these really good quick clips were working really well. And like we started on TikTok. I never liked TikTok. I hated it. But then I was like, you know, fuck it, let's do it. So then YouTube shorts came out. Yep. And then Instagram reels so we could like repurpose it across all platforms. I'm like, it's not so much the platform. I think, I think it's what, so like what you said, like what information you're giving mm-hmm. is what did well for you. But that platform just put it out there more. Cause if yeah. you, you could put anything out there and people aren't going to watch it. So I, I think that helped me open up and realize like, let's really focus on stuff people want to see and let's really focus on education. Yeah. And good content that good brings content. value to people. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's going to work on every platform if it's good, if it's good. Um, so yeah, that's what I, yeah. In the, okay. <laughs> I'm just like bouncing all around right yeah, now in, in the, like yeah, it, my mind's just going at like a million miles an hour. Uh, but in the NFL, since we are talking about like supplements and all that, what kind of supplements were you taking back then? Man, NFL, not really much. Um, really? Yeah. I, I mean, at that level, pretty much, you know, you're, you're fed all day, every day. Yeah. Um, for the most part, like they have RTDs ready for you to drink after workout, stuff like that. But supplement wise, you know, it, it was really just like whatever the team gave you. Cause so many guys are also scared of failing a drug test. Mm-hmm. So they, they're a lot of people are scared to take pre-workout stuff like that as well. And they kind of stay away from it because of that reason. Cause guys have failed, um, you know, from, from taking certain supplements in the past. So uh, when your livelihood's at stake, man, you, you would rather just stay away from it, I guess, at that point. So that's that's how I was um, back then, too, when I played. I mean, it was it was almost 10 years ago now, so that was a lot different. Yeah. So back then, it was like when pre-workout just came out. like yeah. Explode came And it out, had like, some sketchy ingredients yeah, you know, in it. Yeah, like Jack 3D came Dude, out, and yeah. like it was like next Killing level, people. right? <laughs> so guys were like, everyone stayed away from it because they just didn't know what was in it at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Um, so wrapping up this podcast, we literally just hit 30, 30 minutes. minutes. Do go. you want to give any? Wait, 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 I got something. Okay, good. Two most important lessons you've learned and that you would tell young entrepreneurs. That's a good one. Man, I like it. Uh, two most important lessons. So I would say, man, first, just when you, if you're going to start a business, you know, do something you love doing at the end of the day. That's, that's number one, man. Because if you don't, you know how it is. is there's yep. so many ups and downs that you're going to just quit. That first big dip, you're going to be like, man, why am I doing this? I'm out. That's probably the most important one. By far. Yeah. yeah. If you don't love what you're doing, you're, you're going to give up on it. It's never going to be successful. Uh, number two, man, I would tell people, no, hire earlier. That's they Build the team. Like, that's that yeah. was that's big. I didn't do that at first. You know, I, I tried to do as much as I possibly could. Once you can afford it, do it. Yeah. You know, and start building. Because think about it. I mean, what really separates us from from Yeti? You know, it's not really the product. It's it's your you. team at the end of the day. Yeah, it's you guys. It's what you've built inside your team. Yeah, it's, it's it's your people. That's what takes you to that next level. So build that team as soon as you can. I love it. You know, don't don't try to save money by not hiring people. Yeah, that's that bites you in the mistake. ass. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. How long was it till you hired your first employee? <sighs> man, Josh, when'd you come on, man? Oh, <laughs> I don't remember the first date. It was. It, I mean, it really was my wife's business where it was like, 
where it was like that, where we were working out of our house. It was just me and my wife, like all day long. I would literally work the entire day, every day. And then we'd have like family Sundays, right? I'd go over to um, like the sister-in-law's house or whatever. And I'd be there for like two hours and I'd sleep on the couch. And everyone else is like having a good time partying. Like, yeah. you know, this Sunday, like, oh, let's enjoy it. Let's watch the games. And I'm like, nah, I got to leave. Like, I got to go. I got to go work. And I can't even watch the games. And at that point, I was like, man, is, is money really that much more valuable than everything else? It, like, really missing stuff like this. And yeah, that's when it starts to click. And you're like, man, like, we need to do something here. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I got to speak in on money for a lot of people money thinks or money or they think money will make them happy. Is that true? Man, that's, I mean, when you're young, it is for sure. You know, <laughs> to a certain point at, at first, man, I get it. You know, the grind, <clears throat> yeah, you got to get there first and you know, eventually you're going to realize though that it isn't the only thing in life. Yeah. You know, eventually you're going to be like, man, my time's worth way more than this than, than grinding all day, every single day. Like there's more in life than just money. And you'll, you'll come to realize that, especially when you have kids, man. I think what important is too, just if you have your time management, right, you can still make money and enjoy your family, whatever you like to do. Um, just make sure you're making the most out of your time. Yeah. And there's ways to do that too, yeah. man. And a schedule is huge. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know, how I look at it is if your schedule is done right, it's almost like you're studying for the test before it yeah. happens. Like you get the most out of it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, yo, I have to get this done within this hour. There's no other exceptions. I have this next. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna get the most done possible. So set your schedule up like that. Even like, yo, even put on like social media stuff. Yeah. A lot of people think like, oh, I'll do that in my free time. Like, no, that's important. Give yourself 15 minutes in the day, right on your schedule, so you actually get it done. Yep. If it's on my calendar, it's getting done no matter what. It's like good it. advice. It's a good ending yeah. point. Yeah. Skip well, shit. well, before, uh, before we end it, do you have any last words that you want to give to the podcast? Yeah, for sure, man. So if you haven't done a muscle chug yet, I'm going to show you how to do one right now. Uh, Josh, you got anything left in that shaker? Oh, a little bit. A little so bit this is, the, this is the next movement. So we want to see everyone out there get the rise muscle chug in ice shaker muscle chug in. I'll show you how it's done right here. I like it. What's great about it is, you know, you get to flex, but you're not really like showing off, right? Like yeah. You're, you're really drinking a protein shake, but at the same time you're getting the bicep flex in showing what's yeah, so everyone what's up. So it's a great strategy here. This is how it's done. So I'm going to put it on your forearm right here. You're going to flex at the same time as you chug. So. Oh shit. We need to start doing that next. So, oh, man. Yeah, all, all, all prize athletes want to see your best muscle chug. Yeah. You got a code to plug? Ice yeah. shaker code? Oh, man. No, I don't have a code available on me right now. But code rise. He's going to put it in before we... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll do it. Let me know before rise. this comes out. I'll put it on there. Um, and you tell me what to give, give Say your audience. Say 15% off. Let's do 15% off. I'd code like it. rise at iceshaker.com. Iceshaker.com. Yeah, check it out, baby. Let's, Let's go. go. <laughs> yeah. I like it. So uh, last thing, uh, make sure to plug both y'all's socials. Yeah, so uh, at the Josh Wass, this is, you got to, you know, the in front of it. That's <laughs> official, man. This guy, official. this guy blows up with that. <clears throat> but um, at the Josh Wass and then at Chris Gronkowski and then check us out at Ice Shaker as well. Uh, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. I think I'm in every single platform. So perfect. Catch me on TikTok, YouTube. Pinterest. I'm, every, I'm beating you guys, man. <laughs> you on Pinterest? Yo, it it's works, everywhere. man. That's so where I get all my design I'm telling ideas. you this right now. Workouts on Pinterest, it's the same thing. It's swipe throughs. Yeah. So the swipe, it's, I guess they call it stories, I think, but it's, a, it's the same thing as a swipe through. I but haven't explored that yet. Full size. I hear it's good, though, but. Yeah, you, you'll, I mean, if you post every day, it, the, the weird thing is the algorithm's weird. So you post today, 
you're not going to see the benefits until like three months later. Yeah. So what's going to happen on YouTube too. So what's going to happen is you're going to post today and you're going to be like, Pinterest Forget about sucks. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck this. You're like, man, I got like three views. Right. And then all of a sudden you're like, bro, why, why is my page just absolutely exploding now out of nowhere? And so that's happening to me right now from videos that I posted during COVID. Like the beginning yeah. of COVID, I started just pumping at home workouts. Yeah. Like every day, post one at home workout. I'm standing upstairs in my freaking you know, whatever room right there with my jerseys on the wall, just doing curls. And, and now those videos are getting hundreds of thousands of views. So Damn. it wow. works. It's just, um, it's a long game, man. Just <clears throat> like you have do, to explore that one. If you're making the content already. May as well repurpose it. Same like size, said. same, same dimensions, yep. everything. Just throw it on Pinterest as well. There's no reason not to. All right, on that note, we're going to go on Pinterest. I'm Rise CEO, Rise underscore CEO on all platforms. And I am Jake underscore (laughs) Oki on all platforms and soon to be Pinterest too. Thank you guys for listening to the Rise and Grind podcast. Me and Nick will see you next time. (laughs) 